Stephen Covey is known for saying the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. What does that even mean for an influencer? Let's talk about it. Welcome to episode six of the Himfluencer podcast. Whether this is your first time listening or you listened to a previous episode, I want to say thank you for making the time to check this out. This is a podcast created to equip and empower Christ followers with this one truth. The Jesus who died to live in us also died so he can be shared by us. And if I could be a little more specific, as Christ followers, we have a responsibility to share two things, the love of Christ and the message of the cross with everyone that we meet. That is the main thing we should be focused on. And Stephen Covey, who is a leadership guru, he's uh, in the top of the class and everything leadership and time management. He is the person who has created what we now know as the four quadrants of time management. And the quadrants help us because Covey believes that we often get bogged down in the thick of thin things. Now, not to steal his thunder, but he teaches us that Things in our lives usually fall into four categories. And while this may not be gospel for everyone, but things normally fall into four quadrants in our lives. And here are those four quadrants. And in one quadrant, he believed that there are things that are not important and not urgent. And those things in our lives can be eliminated. There are things in our lives that are urgent, but not important. And those things can be delegated. In another quadrant, he believes there are things that are not urgent, but important. And those things we need to plan for. And that brings us to the final quadrant where he believes that there are items that are both urgent and important. Covey shared that these things require top priority and need to be done. And I would, I would go further and say they need to be done immediately. And this is where and why Covey says the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. And as Christ followers, what is the main thing? Now, before I get to what I, what I believe the main thing is, I want to tell a semi-embarrassing story about myself. Now, for me, I love to barbecue. It's very therapeutic, very cathartic. It's a time where I can stop, think, throw on a podcast, listen, you know, in peace, in nature, whether it's hot or cold, and uh, just, just be there at the grill. And one time I was attempting to barbecue, and there was a bee uh, flying around, and the bee I was getting close, closer than I would have liked for this bee to be near me. So um, in my head, I began to hatch all kinds of plans to do away with the existence of this bee in my presence. And some of the plans were very, very uh, crazy. Um, And I, I began to go down one pathway of wanting to get rid of the bee. And someone looked at me and said, hey, buddy, uh, take it easy. That's just a carpenter bee doesn't have a stinger, had a different purpose. And uh, they began to tell me the, the backstory of a carpenter bee and what its purpose was. And I finally got to realize what a, a carpenter bee was and that it didn't pose a threat to me. And when I think back to that, I'm thankful someone was there with the right information. I'm thankful someone was there and they were equipped with the right information, the truth. And they were equipped with the truth and they shared the truth. Because if they did not do that, I would have probably 
uh, destroyed property uh, to do away with this bee um, and to do away with the bee that wasn't even worried about me. Now, of all the, the episodes I have recorded thus far, I think that this one is possibly one of the more important ones. They're all important, but this one is possibly one of the more important ones. Now, similar to me in that story, in the book of Hosea, Hosea is relaying the word of God to the people. And he's talking about their challenges and the struggle that they have in putting God first and doing what God has called them to do. In Hosea chapter 4, verse 6, Hosea tells the people, the reason you are missing the mark is because you don't understand what to do. In some translations, Hosea 4, 6 says, my people are destroyed from a lack of knowledge. In the New Living Translation, Hosea 4, 6 says, my people are destroyed because they don't know me. Just like me at that barbecue, if you don't have the right information, you will take the wrong steps. Taking the wrong steps will have you miss out on the main thing. Now, the next logical question is, as a Christ follower and as someone with godly influence, what is that main thing? And if you've listened to any other episode before this, you have some understanding of what I believe, what that main thing is. I believe our main thing as Christ followers is to be like Jesus, to follow the example of Jesus. And what does that example look like? You know, Jesus was always reiterating his purpose while he was here on earth. And straight from the horse's mouth, Jesus says in Luke 19, verse 10, for the son of man came to seek and save those who are lost. Additionally, I firmly believe what Paul says in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 18, that we have a responsibility to reconcile people to God. You know, practically my daily prayer is for God to show me ways to do three things. I pray for the Holy Spirit to lead me each and every day to do these three things. And for you, what God has called you to do may be totally different. Um, but for me, I pray, God, how can I encourage someone today? How can I share the love of Christ with someone today? And how can I share the message of the cross with someone today? Now, why these three things? Because I believe what the Bible says in 2 Peter 3, verse 9. The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is patiently waiting for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed. He wants everyone to repent. God isn't being slow about enacting the judgment that he says is due to us and due to those who find themselves separated from him or find themselves under the power of sin. No, God is waiting patiently so that everyone has the opportunity to repent. So for me, I believe in doing these three things to encourage someone by showing kindness to people, being a light, showing genuine concern for people. I believe in sharing the love of Christ with people by filling in the gaps, gaps that may be there because of pain, because of uh, uh, people who are feel oppressed, or people who feel uh, that they've, they've been discriminated upon, or they have been marginalized, or they feel less, filling, those, filling in those gaps by sharing love. And I believe in sharing the truth, or sharing the message of the cross with people who need to get out of where they are because they feel stuck maybe because of sin or maybe because of oppression, maybe because of their situation, they feel stuck. I want to share truth with them 
that can help them move from where they are to move towards Jesus Christ. To me, the main thing is seeing people walk away from their sin and walking towards God. And I'm cognizant that being concerned with the main thing may cause you to have to cross an uncomfortable line. Believe me, when you are operating in the lane designed for you and you are following the Holy Spirit's lead, there will be grace for that. Being weird, it's going to happen. Being uncomfortable, it's going to happen. Talking about taboo items, it's going to happen. Awkward silence, it's going to happen. In all honesty, what really matters is someone's soul. Nothing is as important as someone's soul. Everything else doesn't matter. I think of one interaction Jesus had in the book of John with the Samaritan woman in John chapter 4. Now, there was no societal reason that they should have even been speaking to each other. He was a Jew. He should have seen her through that lens because she was a Samaritan. He was a man. He should have seen her through that lens because she was a woman. He was a rabbi. He should have seen her through that lens because she was a social outcast. He was a teacher, and he should have seen her through that lens because she was a sinner. All of those reasons and more should have given Jesus an out for this assignment. But I believe out of all the lenses Jesus could have seen her through, I believe he saw her through the lens of eternity. On a side note, something that just came to my mind, in conflict resolution, we learned that when we are dealing with conflict uh, between two individuals and we hear a person, we are to listen to what they say and determine if what they're sharing is their position or their issue. Example, a spouse will say uh, to a spouse, you know, you, you always are sitting and watching football. You, all, you always are just, all you do is sit and watch football. That's the position. The position is you're always watching football. The issue is the issue of quality time not being spent. The goal of conflict resolution is to dig through the position and find the issue. Now, in John chapter 4, verse 9, when the Samaritan woman says, You are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan woman, why are you asking me for a drink? Jesus knew that that was her position and not her issue. Her position, which he eventually dealt with, was not his primary concern. I believe his primary concern was, where will she spend eternity? That primary concern made everything else matter less. Personally, looking at the world through the lens of eternity, I want to do the main thing. Looking at people I see each day through the lens of eternity, I want to be the hands and feet of Jesus. Looking at my day through the lens of eternity, I refuse to waste the influence given to me to make a difference in this world for Jesus Christ. Each day I'm asking God, who should I speak to and what should I say? Because ultimately, the issue of eternity, of the people who are around me, matters more than any position they can display. The issue of eternity is the main thing. And the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. Thank you for spending this time with me. If you haven't already, connect with the podcast on social media. Stop by and join the conversation at the Influencer Podcast on Instagram. Remember, wherever you go, your influence matters. I look forward to being with you on the next episode. Until then, 
keep influencing for him.